This is Digital Story Podcast number 924, December 5th, 2023. Today's theme is The Reluctant Portrait and Find My Snap. I'm Derek Story. It's practically impossible not to take pictures during the holidays. If you're lucky, there are plenty of photo subjects in bright, colorful settings. But most folks don't like how photos of them look. Here's how to make them happy. Plus, I'll introduce you to an exciting new iOS app called Find My Snap. All of that and more on today's TDS Photography Podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. The reason why most folks don't like their picture taken is because they don't like the way they look in the photo. I mean, it's pretty clear, right? If you took a picture of somebody and you showed it to them and they looked fabulous, they would like having their photo taken. So how does that happen? How do we end up just taking all of these awful photos of people (laughs) that we care so much about uh, during the holidays and family gatherings and birthdays and all of those types of events. Because I totally empathize with the subjects who aren't happy with their pictures. I have felt that way myself. I look at the picture and I go, oh my gosh, what are you doing to me here? I mean, I hope I don't look that bad in real life, right? I mean, you've ever said that to yourself? like. Gosh, I hope I don't really look like that, do I? That's why people don't like their pictures taken. Holiday snapshots are notorious for bad looks. Unflattering expressions, bad angles, poor lighting. But if you overcome these obstacles, it's a brand new ball game and one that most people would be happy to participate in. So how do we get from the ugly snapshot that nobody likes to the beautiful snapshot that people would go, hey, okay, that's all right. You can use that. You can keep that. You don't have to erase it off your camera. All right. I have five tips to help us get to that place. First of all, candids can be cruel. (laughs) Candids can be cruel. Unless you're a toddler, the adorable family dog, or just unnaturally handsome from all angles, Candids typically do a disservice to the subject. We catch odd facial expressions, bad angles, you know, terrible lighting, all these things. But somehow in the quest for spontaneity, we insist on taking these shots when people are not ready to have their picture taken. You're not an undercover reporter for the New York Times. You are a family member with a camera who supposedly knows how to take pictures, right? So we don't have to do the candid thing. We don't have to subject people to those terrible candid photographs. So get that part out of your head. Now, in my defense, I know you're probably right now in your mind pushing back a little bit on this, but in my defense, when you look at family photos from the past that you like, right? The really nice photos are the ones where the subject knew they were having their picture taken. They're looking at the camera. The light is, you know, somewhat flattering. The composition is somewhat good. You know, all of those things, little kids playing with toys, family pets, and then those unnaturally handsome people, they are the exception. The rest of us, we make up like 90% 
of it and we do not like candid shots you don't need them historically they are not necessary right and if you do get a decent one that's great but make sure you get rid of all the other ones that are not flattering okay so just remember that candids can be cruel and for the holidays and for the people you care about you might want to dial that down just a little bit second point get permission then work your magic tell the subject that you have this great idea for a shot and you think it's going to be fantastic when you do that even reluctant participants will often go along with the idea they're going hmm you know this guy he has a plan he kind of knows what he's doing i like his camera maybe this won't turn out terrible <laughs> right and you actually get them in position you have a nice background the lighting is favorable all of this care is noted by the subject they're going oh he's trying to make a nice photograph he's trying to make me look good and when you do that when you get permission and spend a few minutes setting up the shot it often turns out well right there's just something about that they're ready you're ready everything is ready so again this is getting away from the candid thing get permission set up the shot work your magic point number three show them the picture we have these fantastic lcd screens on the back of our cameras let's use them right once you get a good shot show the subject the shot the minute the subject sees a flattering image of him or herself they are going to relax is going to build confidence suddenly there are a lot more at ease with this whole picture taking thing and you know the nice thing about those little lcds just among us kids is that they tend to make the picture look better than it would later on on your computer screen but that's okay you're not going to show them the shot on the computer screen until you have edited it so it looks just as nice as what's on the back of the lcd but at that moment when you're there and you show them the back of the lcd and they look at that I'm sure you've done this and you see the expression change on their face oh my gosh you've got it you've got it. you've got them you have just bought yourself another couple minutes with that person and you might be able to get even a better shot or a small group shot or you know who knows maybe they'll start coming up with ideas hey what if i hold the candy cane you know <laughs> just go with it but that will get them a lot more enthusiastic about this situation than if you just keep them in the dark and they're wondering well, i wonder how these pictures are turning out he's not saying anything he's not smiling he's not frowning but and they're trying to read your mind don't make them read your mind show them the picture let them celebrate how nice they look and then take a few more share only flattering pictures after the event don't just dump your camera onto your computer and then send everything up on Flickr or SmugMug or any of the socials you know an album of 50 shots and 40 of them are terrible don't do that don't do that to everyone 
People remember when you make them look good, right? They want to see the photos from the event, but they want to see nice photos from the event. It's your job to filter out the cruddy shots, right? Not every shot you're going to take is going to be a good one, right? Some shots are better than others. You know, you want to have a shot of everyone who was there, right? You don't want to leave anyone out, but you want to pick the best shots of that person, of those people. And those are the ones that you share with them and with everyone else. And sharing afterwards is a big part of the fun, especially when the shots look nice. So get rid of the awkward and only share the pleasing. They'll remember that the next time you all get together and your job might be just a little bit easier. When we look back on holiday photos, we want to see our subjects clearly and in a good light. With you intervening to create good photographs instead of indiscriminately snapping away, you will capture memories that people will enjoy for years to come. And one last thing, point number five, don't forget the group shot. It is the single most important photo of the gathering. Make sure you arrange for that group shot because the nice thing about it, even if you didn't get the best shot or you had a hard time getting someone, all that, if you have a group shot with everyone there, then everyone is in at least one photo, right? And the group shot almost always looks good because you take a few minutes to set it up, right? You thought about how to do it. So make sure you get the group shot, get rid of the candidates, show people in the flattering light, and then share those images with them. Happy holidays. Have a very photogenic season. Find photos lightning fast with Find My Snap. And you can learn all about it at the CYME website. And I have a link in the show notes, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. How many pictures do you have on your iPhone? I'm guessing quite a few. In my case, I have over 31,000 right now. And isn't one of our favorite things to do, especially this time of year when, you know, we're hanging out with office mates or friends or family, and we're talking about you know, maybe a vacation that we had earlier this year. Don't we want to pull up a photo and show them a picture from that vacation to illustrate what a great time we had? Yes, we do. And how many times have you sat there while someone was trying to find the photo? And it was a long time. I mean, it might not have been really that long, but it sure felt like a long time as they're swiping, they're swiping. It goes here somewhere. It's here somewhere, swiping, swiping. I know it's here somewhere. And sometimes they don't even find it. <laughs> sometimes you endure that whole thing and you still don't get the picture, right? Okay. So that's not fun. That's not a, finding that picture can be a real task. For those of you who use iPhones, the search command in photos is good, but not great. But now we have something that is great. It's an iOS application called Find My Snap. It works both on iPhones and iPads. And what it does, it uses AI, artificial intelligence, to combine with indexing your entire library 
and then it provides lightning fast results. And when I say lightning fast, I mean lightning fast. It is like you put in a search term and you get the results right away. I'm using it both on my iPhone 15 Pro Max, which you can imagine it's really fast on that. And then I'm also using it though on an iPad mini that's a couple years old and it's working really well on there. I like it on the iPad because you know you have a little bit more screen real estate. One thing I will say about the iPad version right now before I forget is that it seems to work best when you hold the iPad vertically like you would your iPhone most of the time. Uh, and probably that will even out where it works identically in both directions in time. But right now I find that I'm getting the best you know, experience, the best user experience when I hold the iPad vertically and I use the Find My Snap app. All right, let me tell you a little bit more about this. So in my testing, I used combination phrases because that's how I really wanted to test it. For example, I didn't want to just find a picture of my mom. I wanted to find a picture of my mom at Christmas time because those were some of my favorite times with her. So I would use the search term mom Christmas. I did another search recently where I was looking for cat shots, but not just any old cat shots, cats by a window. I like cats by a window. I like that combination. So I searched for cat window. I searched for my sons. And I did all sorts of combination searches like that. And it was really interesting the way that it worked. The top results, the first results that you saw, almost always gave me a shot that I was looking for, you know, on that first screen or so. You know, you'd see, you know, my mom opening a Christmas present. I would see Sylvester, my cat, in a windowsill. I would see my boys together. You know, when I searched on my sons, I got both of them, right? So I'd see my boys, you know, in various shots that I've taken of them. So it worked really well like that. Now, as you scroll down, uh, I noticed that I started getting shots that were a little bit more gray area. And I kind of like that, actually. I kind of like that. You know, most of the time the shot I was looking for was at the top, but I sort of enjoyed seeing some of the other shots that it came up with. And this leads to some of the other features of this app. I mean, the first feature is finding shots that you're looking for and you want that. But then they built a little fun in. Let me tell you about some of these fun ideas for Find My Snap. This is their copy. Save and cherish your photo collage. The app auto-generates a photo collage which you can save to your favorites. Show off your best shots. Easily craft and share your standout images across Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and more. Craft your perfect photo album. Turn your themed photo collections into stunning albums right within Apple Photos. It's language friendly, whether it's English, Spanish, French, or more. Just ask Find My Snap to help you out in your preferred language. Now I've got it open on my phone right now. There's a couple things about it that I like. So I've got the search right now, my son. So I've got all these shots of my boys right here. 
and I can add this collection as a favorite. In other words, I can return to this particular result anytime that I want. Now, if I hit the share button, I get this kind of cool, it looks like a collage, and then I can upload this collage. I can share it with all the normal share things that you get in your menu. So you could share the collage to messages, mail, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. And it is designed, let me go back to it, is designed to work with social media. Then they have one more feature here that I think is really cool. It's called Inspire Me. And what it says is if you have no idea what you're searching for, or if you simply want to rediscover your photos, tap this. So I'm just going to tap Inspire Me. And then they enter search terms and then show you the pictures. So the first one was tender moments of kids with grandparents. Oh man, that, that doesn't pull at your heartstrings. Okay, I'm gonna hit Inspire again. Equestrian jumps was the next Inspire Me. So I get a bunch of horse shots. Photography exhibits is another Inspire Me. So I'm just tapping these things and it just gives you these phrases. Seasonal harvest is the next one. And then it shows you pictures. It's a lot of fun. I mean, you can just do this for a whole coffee break, right? Adorable baby animals. Oh my gosh. Oh dear. This is way too cute. All right. So you get the idea. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I should know better than start playing with it while I'm on the air here. Let's get to the nitty gritty. You can download the app for free. If you love it, you can purchase it for $1.99 a month or $6.99 a year, or $34.99 for a lifetime license. And as I said earlier, it works beautifully on iPhones and iPads. It's a lot of fun. It's super useful. It's definitely staying on my iOS devices, and it's called Find My Snap. I want to mention something about our upcoming photography workshop season and then I have gift certificates available for the workshops for all of the events. So in other words, if you wanted to gift someone special in your life, an online workshop, you wanted to send them to one of our physical workshops, you wanted to pay for half of one of their physical workshops, all you have to do is send me an email to dstory at gmail.com and of course i have this in the show notes dstory at gmail.com let me know what you want what event that you want and what you want to purchase and then i'll create a customized gift certificate and then send it back to you as an email attachment that you can print out at home and just to review our workshop season is looking fantastic we have a photo critique and building your portfolio online workshop in February. We're going to Sedona, Arizona, and we're going to be there in the spring in April 2024. That's one I'm really excited about. Infrared photography, another online workshop in June. Inkjet printing for photographers, online workshop in August. Durango, Colorado and Mesa Verde National Park in person. October in Safari West and Wine Country Experience in Sonoma County in November. 
So for any of those events that have openings that are available, you can get a gift certificate. All you have to do is send me an email to dstory at gmail.com. D as in Derek, dstory at gmail.com. Let me know what you want to do and I'll get you fixed up. Harmon Photo's brand new color film is called Phoenix 200. And you can read the entire story on petapixel.com. And I have a link in the show notes. And then we also have a complimentary article on LiveView that I'll tell you about here in just a minute. But let me read you what they have on Petapixel so you can learn about this. Harman Photo, the company that manufactures Ilford brand film, has announced a new color film, Harman Phoenix 200. The limited edition film, which has been teased by the company on social media for weeks, is a 36 exposure ISO 200 designed for 35 millimeter SLR cameras and made entirely in Harman's Moberly factory in Northwest England. Quote, we are so well known for our black and white films that we are regularly asked, why don't we make color films? Says the managing director, Greg Summers. Quote, we always believed that this wasn't feasible, but I'm delighted to say we were wrong. Harmon says the film produces high contrast photos with visible grain and punchy, vibrant colors, which is backed up by the example photos shared by the company. And those example photos, by the way, are in the article and you can see them if you go over there. The DX coded cassette can be rated between ISO 100 and 400, but Harmon believes it performs best at ISO 200 in good, consistent light. We think this is unlike any color film on the market says Giles Brantwaite, Harman's sales and marketing director. As it is our first, we also recognize it is not perfect, but the film community is crying out for choice when it comes to color, and we want them to know that we are listening. This is just the beginning of Harman's color journey, adds Brantwaite. Sales from this film will allow us to further invest, refine, and improve our formulations, coding capabilities, and color technology. Our aim is that each new color film we produce is an improvement on the previous. The film is available now and you can find the links in the Petapixel article. And by the way, I want to share an ancillary article that I think you would enjoy if you're interested in this, is that one of our Live View authors, John Pemberton, has an article on Live View right now. We just published it called A Film Photography Revival. And he's talking about the film ecosystem, what's going on with everything right now. And he does include Harmon's new Phoenix emotion as well. So if you want to learn more about what's happening in the film world, in addition to Harmon's new film, uh, John definitely has an article waiting for you. All right, so take care of a little virtual camera club news. I want to give a big shout out to our Inner Circle members, the folks that support this community month in and month out. Their photo challenge this month is going to be the Reluctant Portrait. I thought that would be fun to do something that coincides with the podcast. And the way that works is that all the Inner Circle members get to post one or two photos that fits the theme and share it with the entire community. 
and then we get to chime in and let them know what we like about the photo and ask questions and let them describe more about it. It's really fun. It's unlike sharing your images other places. You're sharing your images with photographers who understand what you have to go through to get these images, who appreciate when you do something special. It's a lot of fun. And the photo challenge is exclusive to our Inner Circle members on the space that we have for them on Derek's Story Online. It's just one of the many ways I like to say thank you to this community for supporting this podcast. I want to give a big shout out to our friends at Red River Paper. We have begun our online printing workshop right now. We have the second class coming up this Wednesday. I have so much knowledge to share with these people. And my thanks to Red River Paper for pulling together all of this information from their years and years and years of experience, sharing it with us, sharing it with me, so that I can share it with the participants in our online workshop. And it's a lot of fun, you know, to have these course materials from Red River Paper, to have all of this information for our participants. And then we get to just talk about printing during our online class and they have all the documentation to go with it. It's a great partnership and I'm very thankful to Red River Paper for all the things they do for our community and all the things that they do for the printing community. If you want to learn more about them, click on the tile, the Red River Paper tile that's on all the pages of the digital story. And a big thanks to them for supporting this podcast. All right, it's going to do it for me this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Yes, coming into the holidays, let's come away from the holidays with some great photographs. I'm working on some more stuff for next week. Until then, have a great week. Take some beautiful pictures. See you next Tuesday. Bye-bye now.